Gemara Hagiga, Daf Yutet, our Masechet, been dedicated anonymously for the Arichut Yamin Veshanim, Yaakov Yisrael Ben Frida Sipora, Vesara Bat Simcha, Shashem Yarichim Hem Batov Ushnotehem Ben Yimim, Amen. Ken Yiratzon, today's Daf is being studied there. Fuah Shelema Nesiha Kehila Eliyahu Ben Rachel. We begin today's Daf on Yudhet Amud Bet, and we are starting on the bottom of the Amud from the Tanu Rabbanan, which is going to be one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabbanan. Hanotel Yadav, if a person is making the Tilat Yadayim, Nitkaven, if he had Kavana, which means he had intention for Tahara purposes, Yadav Tehorot, so the hands become Tehorot, become pure. Lo Nitkaven, but if he did not have Kavana, Yadav Temeot, his hands remain so if one is putting his hands in the mikveh, if he has kavana, then his hands are tahor. If he doesn't have kavana, his hands remain tame. So the Gemara is teaching us a lesson over here that nitila uh, yadaim needs kavana. You heard of the concept mitzvot sirichot kavana. Now you're having a new concept nitila yadaim sirichah kavana. Tevilat yadaim sirichah kavana. And if you don't have the kavana, so then it's going to hands remain tame. Behat tanya, the Gemara says, ben it kaven, ben non it kaven yadav tehorot. But the Gemara quotes a bright, and the bright that says, no matter what, whether he has intention or whether he doesn't have intention, his hands remain tahor. So we have a direct stira. Amar of Nachman Nakashya, kan lechulin, which means when we're talking about chulin, uh, one of the writers and kan lemaaser. Which means, chulin, when you're eating chulin, does not require kavana. However, ma'aseh shini is a higher level, obviously, so ma'aseh shini is going to need kavana. So we make a distinction between chulin and ma'aseh. If you look at the tapirashi, kan ma'aseh ba'eh kavana, v'koshiken teruma. Obviously, it means ma'aseh in anything higher than the level of ma'aseh, which would be teruma v'chulin. So the Gemara asks the question, How do we know that things for Hulin do not need Kabana? We have a Mishnah. So we have the famous wave. The wave that's coming out of the ocean and it's Nitlash. It, it is um, detached from the, from the water and it's got 40 Se'ah, this wave. So it's a, basically we call a flying Mikveh. It's a Mikveh that's in the Gal. And what happened? So it fell, boom, right on a guy. It fell on the guy and on Kelim. The guy was Tameh, and the Kelim were uh, Tameim as well. So what happened? This Gal fell right on the guy who was Tameh and on the, and on the Kelim. So what's the law? Tehorim, the guy's Tahor, and the um, Kelim are Tehorim. Now, Ketani Adam, Dumya, the Kelim. Now it's putting Adam next to Kelim. So obviously it's making a parallel between the two. And what are they? Ma Kelim de lo Which means just like Kelim, uh, they don't have Kabana. Obviously Kelim don't have a brain. So therefore, just like the Kelim that we're talking about over here, did not have Kabana. The water just fell on it. And we say the Tahor. Af Adam de lo So too we must be talking about a guy that uh, he wasn't Mechaven. He happened to be Tahor and his Gal landed on him. And therefore, you see, you don't need to have kavana, as she says. Uh, so the Gebara says, Umimai, who told you that they didn't have kavana in this case? Of it? Maybe the guy's sitting on the, on the shore waiting for this uh, wave 
to come and uh, land on him, which means he's anticipating it. And therefore, Atraba, we're talking about a case where the guy actually is having covenant. It just wasn't a random thing where the gal landed on him. And now we'll go the other way. And I'll say the Kelim is similar to Adam. Ma Adam de Bar Kavana, just like we're talking about this person that was having Kavana. Av Kelim de Mechaven Lehu. And therefore, we'll talk about a case over here where the person had intent. He was holding the kelim, waiting for the uh, wave to come and, and land on it. And therefore, So if you're telling me that the guy's waiting and uh, anticipating the wave to come, so therefore you have no ra'ayah, that you don't need kabana, because this case is actually talking about where you have kabana. So then my, uh, my, uh, the Gemara says, my What's the hadush? I mean, you have a 40 se'ah wave, it lands on the guy, he had kabana, the kelim, he had kabana for the kelim, so what's the hadush in this case? No, the hadush is, sakadadach amina, ligzor, dilma atel, mitbal, behardalit, shil geshami, that I would have thought that what, that um, if I allow you to um, use this mikveh of the wave, you might come to use what's called the hardalit, shil geshami, hardalit, shil geshami, Rashi says, what is that? You have a rain that is uh, falling from a from a uh, from let's say a steep a steep mountain like a, like a slope. So you have the rain dripping down the mountain very quickly, and it's forty se'ah, meaning it's it's connected to forty se'ah. Why why not? What's the difference between the wave? that comes up that has 40 se'ah, or this uh, water, that rain water that's uh, uh, sloping down a mountain. No, mishum demakom katafresu, because it's a katafres, it's a slope, and the law is, and it's makom zakuf, it's very steep. Yotel midai, umem se'ah shebo enam bemkom ehad. The 40 se'ah are not in one place. It's not, it's not collected. Vitnan hanitzok katafres enu hibud. We're holding over that this katafres, even though it's, the water's touching each other, however, but it's, uh, 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 since it's on a, uh, a slope, so therefore, it's not considered a kibur. And even if you want to say it's a regular mountain, and therefore it's not really on a slope, so the water is really connected, that's the law. Rainwater is not metahed if it's moving. Remember the law. Only mayim hayim. It will work if it's moving, but we know that when it comes to rainwater, it has to be ashborin. Ashborin means it has to be in one, in one place. So therefore, I would have thought that what that maybe if I'm going to allow this guy to dip, uh, even he, even though he has kavana in this gal in this wave that comes and falls on him, that you might come along now and be lenient to use a water rainwater that's flowing down and running down the slope, and we said that what. That rainwater that's coming down a, sl- a steep mountain, even if the stream has 40 se'ah, from end to end is no good. Because we said that the steepness of the incline causes each drop to be disconnected. And therefore, even if you want to say it's connected, it's not going to work because it's moving. So I would have made a gezerah, I would have thought. Therefore, kamashmanam, we don't make the gezerah. Inam made the gezerah, so I would have made a different gezerah. Nigzor rashin atu kipin. That I would have made a decree that um, from the head of the waves to the arches, which means when it comes to these waves over here, the guy's sitting, so he's allowed to 
have the, the head of the wave come and land on him, and it's 40 se'ah, but he's not allowed to jump through the arch of the wave. I guess he's like a surfer. So now he wants to go through the arch. You know, the, the, the wave has an arch. He wants to just go through the arch. I might have made a gezerah that if I'm going to let him go through the head of the wave, which would just sit there and let the head of the wave land on him, <clears throat> I would have made a gezerah. I would have thought that maybe he will go through the kipim, through the arch. The says, One of the heads of the wave when it lands on the ground, which is okay. But I would have made a gezerah atu kipim. Okay, so he's not a surfer. Rashi says he's dipping kelim, which is he takes a kelim, he throws it in the, in the gal, in the arch. That's no good. We'll see why in a second. So I would have made a gezerah that you can't use a wave atu that you might come to dip kelim in the arch. And therefore, Kamash we don't make this gezerah. Now, why can't you dip things in an arch? Why can't you dip kelim? In the uh, in the arch of a detached wave, the Tanya Matbilin Berashin, a person is able to dip in the heads of the detached wave. The En Matbilin Bekipin Lefi She'en Matbilin Be'avir, which means the Torah did not say you can have a flying mikveh. You can only dip things on the mikveh that's on the ground, and therefore when this wave comes hits you on the ground, the kilim on the ground, that's fine. But to go dip kelim in the arch, that's that's in the air. And therefore the Torah did not allow a mikveh that is detached from the from the ground. So if we have no source yet so far, Rabotai, of how do we know <coughs> that when you're dipping for hulin, you don't need a kavana. That was the starting of today's Gemara. The question is, how do you know? The first ra'ayah the Gemara was trying to prove was from what? Was from the... From the keep from the uh, from the gal, but we said no. Maybe he was sitting there having kavana, waiting for it to fall on him. So if we have no ayah that tibilat for cholin does not need kavana, so the Gemara says, oh, we have a difference. So we have a mishnah perot amatamaim. So you have a case where perot fruit fell into a uh, a puddle of water. Upashat untalan happened to be a guy's hands were tameh. Now he sticks his hand in the water in order to retrieve the perot. So it says, Yadav tehorot. Now Kanadeh was 40 se'ah, this water. It was a mikveh water. So therefore, he stuck his hands in the water, even though his kavanah was not to mitahed himself. His kavanah was to retrieve the perot. You still see what? Yadav tehorot. So you see what? You don't need kavanah when it comes to tevilat yadayim. However, uperot enam bechiyutan. The perot are not bechiyutan. We know that in order for a water to be for a, a, a peri, a fruit to be susceptible to tumah, it has to be wet first. And not only does that have to be wet, but it has to be wet with one of the seven liquids, water, one of them. But it has to be with kavana that the person wanted the fruit to be wet. Kiyutan, the Gemara learns the derasha kiyiten. It has to be done with kavana. Now this guy over here, the, the fruit fell into this uh, water. He wished it didn't fall in the first place. And therefore, the water that went on this fruit is not put with kavana. So therefore, it's not subject to the laws of kiyutan. It's not going to be uh, susceptible. Uh, she says, And obviously, this guy, it wasn't nihale. The fruit fell in by itself. But his hands are tahor. Even though we, when he put his hands in, it was with kavana to retrieve the perot. So therefore, you see what? You don't need kavana. But... 
if when he put his hands into the water, his kavanah was to actually wash his hands, he said, great, beauty, and I can wash my hands in the water. Yadav teorot, again, his hands are tahod regardless, because you don't need kavanah for that. And now, since he's happy that he's able to wash his hands in the water by retrieving the pirot, it's as if he had kavanah that he wants to water on the pirot, and therefore the pirot are going to become uh, susceptible to tum'ah. And as she says, since his kavana was to wash his hands, it becomes evident in his da'a. He's happy that it fell in. Why? It's great thing that it fell in because as a result of the perot falling in, it washed his hands. He was able to wash his hands. Point over here is, Rabotai, you see that even though when he stuck his hands in, it wasn't for tibilat purposes, his hands automatically become tahor. What do we see from here? Tibilat yadayim lo tzricha kabana. At least for, at least for holding. Now the Gemara says, Eti vera balarav nachma. We have a problem from our Mishnah. What did it say in our Mishnah? Hatover lecholin vehusak lecholin. Ah, here we go. A guy uh, went to the mikveh. Our Mishnah. For um, for cholin, to eat cholin, betahara, and he had kavana for cholin. Vehuzak, remember how we learned yesterday the word vehuzak? Vehuzak means nitkaven. He had kavana when he went into the mikveh. Hareni tovel leshem cholin. So what do we say? Asul maaser. He's only good for cholin. He cannot eat the higher level, which is maaser. So the Gemara says, wait, vehuzak in. It sounds like only he can only eat cholin because he had kavana. Lo vehuzak lo. But if you didn't have kavana, no. That goes against everything we just said. We just said that when it comes to chudin, you don't need kavana. Now we're saying, Adrabah, the Mishnah said, Huzak le chudin. You can't eat ma'asir, but you can eat chudin, even though, and, what, and you need kavana. So that is the question. The Gemara says, Haki ka'amar, af al pi shehuzak le chudin, asur le ma'asir. Which is, Hadush over there is, really for chudin, you don't need kavana. The Hadush of the Mishnah is that even though you did have kavanah for cholin, it's going to be a sur for you to eat ma'asir. The hadush is not in the cholin, the hadush is in the ma'asir. If you didn't have kavanah, cholin, baruch haba, you could eat. You would have thought that maybe if you had kavanah for cholin, maybe it allow you to even eat ma'asir. Kamash malan, that even with kavanah, it's not going to let you eat ma'asir. But cholin itself, you don't even need kavanah. So that's the different way how we're learning the uh, Mishnah. So the Gemara then comes along and says, Etibe, what are you talking about? I'll bring you another question from our Mishnah. What did it say? Tabal velo huzak, the end of the Mishnah. What did it say? Tabal velo huzak. If a guy went to the Mikveh and he didn't have kavana at all. So what do we say? Ki ilu lo tabal. It's like he didn't go to the Mikveh. Oh, my love, ki ilu lo tabal klal. It sounds like that he didn't go to the Mikveh at all, even for Cholin. So therefore you see what? That Tibilah without Kabbana will not help him even for Hulin. And we're saying that you need you don't need Kabbana. Here it's Mashma, Tabal Velo Huzak, Kilu Lo Tabal Klal. Everyone says, Lo, Kilu Lo Tabal Le Maaser, Abal Tabal Le Hulin. All it means to say is you won't get a Tibilah credit for, for Maaser level. But for Hulin level, you're not going to have a problem. That she says, My love, Enu Mahzikla Kloman. That's, that's coming on later on. That's later on. So now the Gebarak comes along and says, 
לא, כאילו לא טבל למעשר, אבל טבל לחולין. Now, it sounds like it's like a, uh, uh, you're just pushing off this answer. We're, we're squeezing it into the Mishnah. That when the Mishnah says, כאילו לא טבל, you know, we're saying, כאילו לא טבל למעשר, but for חולין it's okay. So initially, when Ravah heard this answer, he wasn't so convinced of this answer. He thought it's like he's just pushing him away. He thought initially, okay, it's a dohak answer. However, he went out and he actually found that it is a braita b'ferush. Netanya, taval velo huchzak, asul maaser umutar lechudin b'ferush. That if a person went to the mikveh, velo huchzak, he didn't have kavana, mutar b'chudin. So therefore you see what? You don't need kavana when it comes to chudin. Okay, Rabotai, now we are going back to what we said in the Mishnah. We learned that if somebody goes to the Mikveh and he has coming up for the lower level item, it will not help him for the higher level item. Cholin will not help him for Maaser, and Maaser for Tirumah, etc. Like we saw the different levels in the Mishnah. Amar Abil Azad, unbelievable case. Tabal Ba'alah, the guy went into the Mikveh and now he's coming out. And he didn't have kavana for, uh, for anything. Which means he didn't yet lock in his kavana. What is he dipping for? On the way out, he's still, he's still there. Now he comes out of the mikveh. Wow. He still could be mahzik. He could still have kavana. Okay. Look at, look at the... Um, we have a rashi over here. Tabal. V'yatsa ba'ala menamayim. מחזיק עצמו בתפילה שטבל כבר, לכל מה שירצה. אוקיי? זה היה צריך לדוש. That even though he, uh, he left the מגווה, he can still have a, uh, he can still have כוונה. So Tosfot says over here that it's talking about that uh, his body's still wet. Okay, so obviously he didn't go home yet and uh, he's not in his car. He still, he still has some uh, element uh, of the מגווה. So he could, again, only because he didn't lock it in when he was in the mikveh. If he locked it in when he's in the mikveh, maybe he can't change. But he went in without any kavanah b'klal. Now he left, he's still wet, as what says. He can now lock in a kavanah. What are you talking about? We have a question from a b'raita. So the guy has one foot still in the water. If he originally had kabana for a lower item, he can change and he can have a kabana for a higher item. Allah! Oh, but once he comes out, he cannot be ma'zik, he cannot have kabana. My love, which means it says no matter what it sounds like. Which means once you come out of the mikveh, it sounds like it's too late. I don't care if you had a kavanah in the mikveh, you didn't have a kavanah in the mikveh. It sounds like the only time you can change a kavanah is when your foot is still in the mikveh. But once you leave the mikveh, it sounds like it's over. And you just told me what? That when the guy gets out of the mikveh, he's able to have a kavanah. Rashi. My love, eno ma'zikla. Kolomar, ben shuhuzak atzmo b'sha'at tevila b'davar kal. Ben shuhuzak atzmo l'klum. It sounds like from here that even if he had no kavanah when he went into the mikveh, once he leaves the mikveh, if you didn't lock it in when you're in the mikveh, you can't do it when you leave. That goes against what we just said. 
We just said that if a guy didn't lock it in when he was in the mikveh, he can have kavanah when he comes out. So the Gemara says, Lo, is going to give halukim. Odehu, which means if he's still in the water, he has one foot in the water, even though he had a kavanah already, he can change his kavanah. Since he's still in the water, he can upgrade from his original intent. Imlo, Allah, but once he comes out of the water, now there's a haluk. Allah, Imlo, Huzak, Mahzik. If he didn't have any kavanah in the water initially, so now he can make an initial kavanah when he comes out. But if you had a kavanah already, you can't change it if you come out of the water. So that's the haluk. Again, when he comes out of the water, the only time will allow him to have a kavanah now is if he didn't have any kavanah when he was in. So he's a, he's a clean piece of paper. So therefore, he can initially make a kavanah when he comes out of the water. However, if he had a kavanah when he was in the water already, for let's say, uh, whatever it was, ma'asir. So now when he comes out, he can't now change his kavanah to terumah. Too late, you locked it in. But if you didn't lock in at all, when he comes out, it'll be permissible. That's the... The Gemara's answer. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Mantana, who is the author of the bright that had said, Odehu raglo ahad bamayim, that if he still has one foot in the water, it, it, it's, it's still considered he's in the mikveh. And then he can even change his kabana. Obviously that means he's still considered in the, in the mikveh. Amar Ravbi Pedat. Okay, remember that name. Amar Ravbi Pedat. He says what? Rabbi Yudai. It's Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, where, where do we see Rabbi Yehuda has such a shita? Ditnan. Mikveh nimdad se'ah Great case. You have a mikveh, 40 se'ah exactly. So it's a mamash, a perfect, minimum size mikveh. Which is valid. What happened? Two guys go into the mikveh, one after the other. So now what happens? Harishon tahor. The first guy is Tahor, because when he would dip, it was 40 se'ah, exactly. So he dipped into 40 se'ah. The second guy is Tameh, why? Because the, the first guy takes out some of the water with him. So then when the second guy goes in, it's not 40 se'ah anymore. The mikveh now becomes Haser. And then when the second guy is going to remain, Tameh, she says, Haser hashi'ur b'mayim sha'alarishon. You know, part of the mikveh now was on the first guy. And therefore, the second guy, when he's dipping, he's not going to have kosher mikveh. Now listen to the Hanush of Rabbi Yehuda. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Im shil rishon, Amazing. If the feet of the first guy were still touching the water, tahor, the second guy is going to be tahor. Now, what's the... Uh, What's, what's the logic in that? What's the reason why the second guy is going to be Tahor? So the Gemara is going to tell us that this is based on the principle called Gud Ahit, which means what? We extend, when we say by walls, we say we extend the wall and lower it. Over here we're going to say by the uh, Megver, we're going to extend the water and we're going to bring it down. Since he didn't exit the Megver yet, we consider that the water that's on his body is still connected to the mikveh. And therefore, it's an amazing thing. So you have 39, you know, 0.9 se'ah in the mikveh, and you have that 0.1 on the guy's body. But since his foot is still in the mikveh, we consider the water 
is good ahit, it goes down into the mikveh, so to say. And therefore, when the second guy's dipping, he's dipping in 39.9 plus the point one on the guy's body. Using good ahit, Rabbi Yudah says that that is going to be... Uh, Okay, so apply that now to the Biudah. As long as your foot is still in the Mikveh, you can change Kavanot. Because you're still in the Mikveh. If you say Gudahit, so therefore, we're going to consider as if he's connected uh, to the Mikveh. And therefore, the waters are, let's say, uh, joined. Now, the truth of the matter is, it's really not going to work if you say Gudahit. Because Gudahit just says that the water on the body is like in the Mikveh. We need the water in the to be on the guy to change kavanot. So therefore, we're going to have to say that he also holds for the same money good asik. At this point, we're thinking there's no difference between good ahita and good asik. What does good asik say? The opposite. That the guy's standing in the water, he has some water on him. We look at the mikveh as if it comes up to him. And therefore, what do I care if his foot's still in the water? If we say good asik, we can still still say that the 40 se'ah is by him, therefore he's still in the mikveh. Now, again, the time, we're not going to say good asik le'inyan tevila. Guys, I put my foot in the water, and I can be tovel. And the, when it comes to mikveh, it says, v'rahat et kum You got to go dip your whole body in the water. You're not using these uh, principles over here. It's just like one time I went to a, uh, you know, a modern uh, uh, shul over there, and they had a mechitza, they had a pole. Every, every six inches they had a pole. So I asked the rabbi, he says, no, we're relying on Lavud. <laughs> I said, Lavud doesn't work for Mechitza. The ladies, you can see the ladies. Lavud might work for a sukkah. Halachic wall doesn't work if you can see the ladies from the Mechitza. So the same thing over here, when it comes to the Mechitza, <clears throat> you got to uh, dip fully. But for this inyan, over here it's a drabanan item, with kabana to be ma'zik oneself. So there was always his foots in the Mechitza. We're going to consider what? We're going to consider the water as if it's by him. And therefore, the water is by him, meaning it's Gudasik. Therefore, we're going to say what? It's still considered extending upward, and therefore, uh, it's connected to him, and therefore, he can change his, uh, his uh, kavanah. So the Gemara says, so again, Rav Pedat said, who's the author of that Mishnah that says, if your foot's still in the water, you're okay? So we're saying it is indeed the B Yehuda. Now the Gemara explains. This mahluka that we just read with Rabbanan and the Biuda in this last uh, Mishnah. Because Rabbanan said well, that the second guy that goes into the Mikveh, Tameh. Because why? He doesn't have uh, enough water. Amar ibn Amar This whole mahlukit is only in rabbinical stringencies. Like, like, like our cases here, where you guys dipping to satisfy a rabbinical. Uh, but when it comes to which means when it's a, a biblical level and you, 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 need, you need to achieve a, a biblical everybody's going to agree that the second guy is which means what? the second guy is going to be because we're not going to say good asik Legabe a tumah de oraita. Rashi. Rashi says. Mahloket. Let's read Rashi Mahloket. Mahloket Rabbi would have to be Virabanan, Kishaita, Tevila, Tubishilahat, Mahalot, Shilahamim. What's considered a rabbinical type of uh, dipping? Onen. But Minatora, Onen is not Tameh. 
Assuming he didn't come in contact with the body. But the rabbis came along and said, an onen nonetheless needs to go to uh, the uh, mikveh. Rabbinical. Mechusad Kippurim, also. Mechusad Kippurim is somebody that went to the mikveh and now just needs to bring his korban. The rabbi said that he needs to go to the mikveh again. She sedikim tevila la kodesh. He needs tevila if he wants to eat kodesh. Be'eno tametu madoraita. Ba'ika mara biyuda debahani lera glav shalishon nukab b'mayim tamni gud achit mayim sh'alav kilu hem b'mikveh. That we're going to say what? Uh, we're going to say that. Legabe that will consider that the second guy will be tahor when the first guy still has his foot in the water because we'll consider the water on the first guy gudahit as if it's in the mikveh. It's for rabbinical stuff, but not for deoraita stuff. But the Gemara concludes rav pedat that that is rav pedat, which means deuki which means that with that which we said that he can change a kabana as long as his foot's in the water. Right. The case over there we were talking about was rabbinical stuff. Because you're having kavana for a kal stuff to a higher stuff. That's all rabbinical stuff. So therefore we see what? That that opinion that said that as long as your foot's still in the water, you can change kavanot, must be going like Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore it's a rabbinical item. As long as it's a rabbinical item, we say good, uh, uh, we're going to say good asik. We have, we're going to have to say here that the water is considered by him. And therefore... It is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, but Rabbi Yehuda will modeh that by the right to items, your foot in the water is not going to uh, is not going to help. That the that the, 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 the second guy is going to be tameh. We're not going to say that you could do it the oraita relying on the uh, guy's water that's on his body considered in the mikveh. Ika de Amri is the second opinion. It's a little more strict. I'm sorry, this is what I think more lenient. Mahloket, the whole mahloket between Rabbanan and Rabbi Yudah is even by the Oraita. Wow, that means Rabbi Yudah is lenient on this item that if the guy's foot is still in the mikveh, the second guy, the, the, the first guy, I mean, is still foot is still in the mikveh, the, the, the second guy can be taught even on a the Oraita level. So where's the machloket? By the oraita. Wow. But when it comes to the rabbanan items, even the second guy is going to be tahor. Also, that means, go back to our case. Our case is, is when the guy's foot is still in the mikveh, we said he can change kavanot. Well, that's rabbinical. On rabbinical, we said everybody's going to hold if your foot's still in the mikveh, it's going to be okay. So therefore, it's not only Alibad Rabbi Yehuda, like Rav Pedat said, that statement can be going even according to Rabbanan. And that's where the Gemara says, Ufliga de Rabbi Pedat. That Ikada Amri now is arguing on Rabbi Pedat that said that the original statement was like Rabbi Yehuda. No, at this point you could say it's even going like Rabbanan. She says, Ika de Amri, Haka Garcinan, Ufliga de Rabbi Pedat, Ilu Rab Nahman, Hadeo Deo Hosak, Deka Hosak Nahamud, Devreha Kolhu. According to Rabbi Nachman, it could be going according to everybody. The only argument in the Rabbanam was on a Deoraita item. We're not talking about a Deoraita item. Therefore, uh, it will be even according to Rabbanam. Correct. Amar Ula, the Gemara comes along and says, Ba'aminem Rabbi Yohanan. Interesting question. So what did we say? We said over here that according to Rabbi Yehuda, that what... That the guy, even on the Oraita level, the guy standing one foot in the mikveh, 
So therefore we say what? It's considered that the water uh, that's on him is in the mikveh. Uh, so, or we say the water is considered by him, kudahit, kudasik, beautiful. So, therefore, what the, the second guy that dips in the mikveh will be okay, like we said, because the water is considered in the mikveh. Fine, all that's very good. But now, Ula comes along and has a question. Let it be Uda, according to the Biuda, maulat bil mahatin v'sinerot b'roshot shedishon. You want to take small vessels and stick it into this guy's head who's one foot into the mikveh. Now, he obviously has like a, some water in his head. So he has a little vessel, he's sticking it into his head. What's the, what's, what, 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 what are we doing over here, Abotai? Chad is, if you want to say that good asik, that the water is considered by him, it's going up, it's ascending. So basically, you have 40 se'ah of water. And you're dipping this keli into 40 se'ah. So the Gemara says, what's the she'elah? The Gemara says, Good achit itnel Rabbi Yehuda. Listen, Rabbi Yehuda definitely holds good achit because he said that the second guy that dips is kosher. Why is he tahor? Because the water on the first guy is considered as if it's in the mikveh. That's for sure using the principle called good achit. Good asik letle. But maybe he doesn't hold of good asik. Maybe he does not hold that the water uh, comes up. Odilma good asik or maybe also even good asik. And if you're going to say good asik, that the water comes up, so therefore I'm dipping this keli, this small little item, in the guy's head. I know in the guy's head he doesn't have 40 se'ah, but if you say that the water ascends upward, so there, and his foot's still in the mikveh, that's considered, if you see if you're dipping it in, 40 se'ah. That is the question. That she says, what are these, by the way, these small vessels? Tsinorot, shetavinbo, zahab. These are items that they, uh, that they spin, uh, and they, 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 or they, 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 they used to, you know, uh, spin strands of gold. Very, very small, uh, minuscule uh, items. Anyway, the Gemara comes along and says, how far did Rabbi Yehuda go? Did he go even by saying, uh, uh, good uh, 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 asik? Amarli, so he says, Tanituha. It's a beferush b'raita. What does it say in the b'raita? Shalosh gemamiyot banachal. So basically, you have three holes uh, in the um, on a slope. Each one of these holes has water in it. Ha'ed yona tachtona b'msait. You have a top one, a middle one, and a bottom one. Ha'ed yona b'tachtona shir esrim esrim se'ah. The top one and the bottom one have twenty se'ah. Which is obviously not a mikveh. The middle one has perfect 40 se'ah. And you have, let's say, rainwater that's passing over them, connecting all three. So again, you have 20 on top, 40 in the middle, 20 on the bottom, and they're all connected. He used to say, There you go. You can dip in the first one. How can you dip in the first one, in the top one, in the higher one? The higher one only has 20. Ella, you must say that the 40 sav, the middle, goes up. And therefore, you see what? That it be you not quoted to be me. So you must hold like him. And therefore, you must hold that you even say good asik. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? We have another bright that says, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Meir Haya Omer, 
matbil ba'al yona. Yet Mi'ir says you can dip in the top one because he holds good asik. Va'ani omer, but I hold, batachtona velo ba'al yona. But I hold, you can only go in the bottom one. Why? Because we say good achit. We'll consider that the middle mikveh goes down, but not goes up. So when Rabbi Yohanan heard that, he said, Mechila, amale itanya, tanya. If you have a braita explicitly, okay, that's it. I, I concede. I'm not, I thought that the only braita was when the B.U. that was quoting the Bimi'ir. And since he was quoting Bimi'ir, Mr. May holds like him. And therefore the Bimi'ir said you can dip even in the top one. And therefore I thought the B.U. that would agree to good asik. But I see there's a Bifirush Braita that he doesn't. Okay, Itanya, Itanya. If you have a Braita, then, uh, then we have the, uh, the Braita. And therefore, when we come along, now it is very important. So we have the Braita above. And what did we say above? We said that when the guy's foot is in the Megveh, so he's able to change uh, Kavana. So you have to say it's only Aliba Darabi Meir. It's not Aliba. The Rabbi Yehuda. Because now we learn that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold of good asik. He only holds of good uh, ahit. But Yehuda, so therefore we got to go back. That bright that we asked above, who's the author of that bright that says what? Uh, that if your foot's in the mikveh, you could change your kavanah. Well, to, to change your kavanah, you got to have the mikveh by you. You got to bring the mikveh up to you. That's good asik. At this point, we're saying it can only be Rabbi uh, Meir. However, Rabbi Yehuda only holds of good. That's, that's not like um, Rabbi Pedat. Rabbi Pedat, for some reason, didn't hold like that. He was Rabbi Yehuda. He holds no difference. But here we're seeing clearly that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold of good asik. He said, Me'ir holds it. Like I've been the three uh, mikvaot. And therefore, um, we have to say it's Alibad Rabbi Me'ir. Let's just read the she over here. Uh, she says, I'm reading that she on top. Vahaki Pirusho, second line. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Meir Aya Omer, Matpirim Ba'alyona. Why could you dip in the first one? De'amar Gud Asika. Et me imsa'ita. You take the middle mikveh, Lema'ala. Al yedeh hardin shirishamim. Again, through the torrent of water that is connecting them. Lakshir et ha'alyona. V'choshekin de matpirim b'tachtona. It's a kotshekin. If you hold Gud Asik, for sure you hold Gud uh, Ahit. Uh, uh, I guess what, what's, what, what's the logic in that I guess because uh, by water water always goes down so there was sevara to say water at least because that's the, that, that's the flow of water but to go against the uh, gravitational pull and say good asik you're going against the, uh, the, the, the flow so therefore you can say good asik for sure you're going to hold good asik so he says um the first Braita, he just quotes the Bimi'ir, and he doesn't say, I argue on him. So at that point, we thought that he actually agrees. But the Gibraltar says, Tanya, and the Gibraltar says, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Tanya, 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 and the Gibraltar says, If I retract, the Bihanan says, I retract. So we're continuing, and we're on. Yutet Amud Bet, and we're quoting the Mishnah, Tovel Lacholin Vehuzak Lacholin. So the Mishnah's case was where the guy went to the Mikveh in order to purify himself for Cholin. So he's considered pure for Cholin, but he's not considered pure for Maaser Sheni. So Cholin uh, does not cover 
Maasir Shini Mani Matniti. So who's the author of our Mishnah? Rabbanan he. It is the opinion of Rabbanan. We saw this uh, opinion of Rabbanan actually on Yudhet Amud Bet. Deshani lehu ben chodin lemaaser. If you remember the rabbis over there, they made a difference between the level of chodin and maaser sheni. Again, from the fact that our Mishnah says that if you dip for chodin, it forbids the person to eat maaser sheni. It tells us obviously that maaser sheni is of a higher standard in regards to the uh, purity of chodin. We saw already that was a machloket on <coughs> Mishnayot in Para. We learned it on the Apiyot Chet The Mishnah that was talking about somebody that is Tahor uh, Oraita but needs like Tevila uh, Medrabanan. And the Bimi'ir said that he's permissible to eat Cholin uh, uh, and Ma'asir uh, Sheni. And the rabbis came along and said that he's permitted to eat Cholin but he's permitted to eat Ma'asir Sheni. So the rabbis, you see, clearly hold that there's a difference between Cholin and Ma'asir Sheni, which is really the opinion of Amishnah, because Amishnah said that if you dip for Cholin, it will not allow you to eat Ma'asir Sheni. It was the opinion of Rabbi Meir that said, Cholin and Ma'asir Sheni for that purpose is, uh, is, uh, is okay. And the rabbis came along and said he could eat Cholin, but he cannot eat Ma'asir Sheni. Anyway, Mani Matniti, who's the author of Amishnah? The Banani. The Shani, the Huben Cholin and Ma'asir. They make a difference between Cholin and Ma'asir. So the Gibraltar says, wait. You want to tell me the Resha is going like the rabbis? What are you going to do with the Sefa, the Mishnah? Ema Sefa, Ama'aris, Midrash, the Pirushin. So you have the close of an Ama'aris. We said it's considered Avatumafahu Pirushin. Who are Pirushin? Let's review. Pirushin are people that eat Chulin Betahara. They eat their Chulin on a level of Tahara. So therefore, the people who eat Chulin, they have to treat the close of an Ama'aris as a Midras. And then the Gemara said, midras The next step was that the Ochle Chulin is Midras for the level of people that eat Tiruma. Now hold it, you jumped from Chulin to Tiruma. What about Ma'asir Sheni? Why did you start with Pirushin, which is Chulin, and then you jumped to Tiruma? So from the fact that the Mishnah skipped over Ma'asir Sheni, you went straight from Chulin, you went straight to Tirumah, Atan Rabbi Meir. That's going like Rabbi Meir. Why would Rabbi Meir say? Tamar Chulinu Ma'asir Ninu. Ninu. That Rabbi Meir was the one that said that they're equal. And therefore it sounds like from a Mishnah that what that the big day Ama'aris uh, 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 are going to be Midras for Cholin and Ma'asir Sheni, which means they're the same. Now that goes like the Bimi'i that said Cholin and Ma'asir are the same. Rabbanan were the ones that made a difference between Cholin and they said Ma'asir Sheni is on a higher level. But from the Sefer of the Mishnah, it sounds like it's on the equal level. So the Gemara says, Resha Rabbanan, the Sefer of the Resha, you're going to tell me it's Rabbanan that has a difference between Cholin and Ma'asir. And the Sefer of the Bimi'i that does not make a difference between Cholin and Ma'asir. The Gemara says, In, yes, indeed. Resha, Rabbanan, Vesefa, Rabbi Meir. Yes, we're going to say that the Resha is Rabbanan and the Sefa is Rabbi Meir. What are you going to do? So now the Gemara says, Ravaha bar Adam matnila Vesefa hamesh ma'alot, umukila kulak Rabbanan. Ravaha says, No, I want to make the Mishnah all like the Rabbanan. So what does he do to make it all the Rabbanan? We have a problem. Because in the Sefa, it jumps from Cholin to Tirumah. So that's Mashwad that Cholin and Maaser are the same. 
So he said, he adds an extra level in the Sefa. And therefore in the Sefa, he'll learn that the clothes of Ama'aris are Midras Pirushin. That's people who eat Chulin betahara. And then he's going to add, and the clothes of Pirushin are going to be Midras Le'ochle Ma'asir. So he, he, he puts that in the Mishnah. Once you put that in the Mishnah, so that's the banan. You're making levels between Chulin and Ma'asir. They are not uh, the same. And therefore, Rashi comes along and says, Hamesh uh, Ma'alot. Pirushin ve'ochle ma'aser, ochle teruma, ochle kodesh v'chatat. He adds, after pirushin, ochle ma'aser, which we don't have that in our Mishnah. But in order to reconcile that the Mishnah will be all going like shitat rabbanan, he adds an extra, an extra level. Aruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.